This pre-roll ad is brought to you by Empire Wreckers. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Empire Wreckers. If you'd like video content, we're on YouTube and Twitch, where we stream games like our group playthrough of Star Wars The Old Republic. And if you'd really like to support the show, you can subscribe to our Patreon for monthly bonus content. And now, our feature presentation. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Star Wars Empire Wreckers, playing live for a sold-out venue at Oga's Cantina in Galaxy's Edge. Who's ready for a two-drink minimum tonight? Zam Norix, ready for a two-drink minimum. She got here first thing in the morning, she's hogging a table, and she'll kick the ass of anyone who wants to get in. And Chovy on drums! Slugnoma always wins at karaoke by transforming into the original artist. <laughs> <laughs> and Gajit Ru is going to hit the dance floor to dance to the Duro Droids beep bop boop. It's a bop. And if you want to stand in line for three hours in the hot sun for overpriced mocktails, why don't you come along with us to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in Star Wars. The dead speak. After being hired by the heir apparent of a long-forgotten hyperspace explorer, the Empire Wreckers discovered a secret message in an ancient tomb. Evading the forces of the First Order, the plucky scavengers have learned of an ancient network of infinity gates, devices that could revolutionize transport across the galaxy. With their client in tow, the Wreckers head towards the first of these ancient devices, making a black market pit stop to ensure they're prepared for whatever they find. I, I feel like this is the third or fourth time that you've opened an episode with the dead speak. Well, maybe they should fucking shut up for once. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, Heath, uh, making good on his promise, now that he trusts you, to lead you to uh, some black market vendors that he knows on the planet of Kijimi, which is uh, notorious for housing thieves and pirates and spice smugglers of any description. Hell yeah, is it snowing? It's always snowing on Kijimi. It's never sunny on Kajimi. Never. It's always nighttime. It's always snowing. It always looks exactly like it looked in the movie. Always winter, but never Christmas. Oh, Ain't that's that a just sad the way. Story. No. For sale. Oh. Always winter, never Christmas. As you guys uh, approach Kajimi City, the mountaintop city where all of these uh, ne'er dwells and no good nicks tend to hang out, the uh, ship begins pinging an ID number that, Zam, presumably you have previously entered into the ship's computer that you received from a talkative Trandoshan in the bowels of a castle on Endor. Oh, and that ship is around here? Uh, yeah. You you can read that the ID number of a Bornaran trading vessel is parked on Kajimi. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. Okay. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. <laughs> can we tell where it's parked? It's uh, in one of the spaceport docking bays. Would we, would we be able to park near it? I'm just wondering if there might be a way to um, sabotage it before we go into the city, you know, just so um, if anyone tries to make a quick getaway, they can't. I mean, presumably you can uh, set the ship down in an adjacent docking bay to the one where uh, you're getting this transponder reading. By sabotage, do you mean like cutting the brake lines or something? Or do you mean me pummeling the wings off this thing? Hoseki <laughs> Morgaji goes in with some uh, tinkering to make sure it can't start. Oh, all right. I'm sorry, Ant. 
Would we uh, be able to go over to that ship and uh, see if there's a way that we can prevent it from starting? Yeah, you can disembark the Vermilion Vulture and uh, head over to the nearby docking bay where this transport is parked. There doesn't seem to be anybody in the bay at the moment. Uh, there may be somebody inside the ship, but it doesn't seem like anybody's like hanging around here right now. Okay. Would Gadget be able to uh, sabotage this a little? Is it open? Uh, the None of the doors are, are open, but you may be able to pry off some panels and tinker with its ticker. Yeah, something on the outside. Sure. So this would be a uh, three purple mechanics uh, with a black. Presumably you want to do this before anybody comes back. Sure. I can take off a black for some reason or another. <laughs> gearhead. It's in my sheet. <laughs> it's because I'm a gearhead. Oh, well, two advantage... Four failures. Fuck! It's okay. It. Don't Four failures only count as one failure because you can't fail so hard. You're failing so hard here. Yeah, most of the time failures don't stack. But uh, you can't sabotage it. But you do, as you're rooting around, you pull on like one of the wires and uh, the, the back door to the transport pops open. Oh. I, I, I go in feet first. So, Ant, you can go in feet first, sliding into the com uh, storage compartment of this thing. <laughs> it is uh, carrying uh, crates of cargo, not cages with Ewoks as it was when it departed Endor, but just uh, generic crates with things in them. You would have to root through the crates to find out what they are. I will root through these crates. Uh, they are locked, so you would either need to break the locks or pick them. Oh, I could try to pick them. That would be Skullduggery. Uh, yeah, that'd be a two purple Skullduggery. Again, if you want to hurry, that will add a black. Sure. One failure, but four advantage. God damn you it! Open another little hidden compartment. No, you can't. Uh, you don't. You can't crack it, but you do find a cargo manifest on the wall. It appears that the transport is uh, carrying grains, or at least that is officially what it is carrying. Um. Okay, I break the lock. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hanging. Because we, we shouldn't break the lock, because then if they do get away, then they're going to know that we were in here. But is there maybe a way that we can put a tracker on this ship? Again, we weren't able to sabotage it, but if anyone's able to get away, we can at least find where they go. Uh, do you have any tracking devices? Uh, with, could we with a destiny point? Um, maybe not with a destiny point, but since you are here to buy black market weapons, uh, and other goods, maybe somebody would sell one that you could get. Okay. Okay. Hopefully we can, uh, buy one and get it on here pretty quick. Right quick. Left quick. <laughs> yeah. I really want to break that lock. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. feel like it's the, be the best route through this, but okay, if you must. Ant, why don't you uh, roll me a uh, two purple discipline? If you fail this, uh, then Zam will have to uh, roll a leadership check to ask you politely not to break oh the my. lock. Two success, but two threat. Ooh. Uh, so you, you, you still want to, but uh, you are able to keep yourself under control for now. For now. So I don't have to roll a leadership? Not now. Later when the lock Bustin Fury just comes over him, I'll have <laughs> yeah. to roll a leadership then. Bustin makes him feel good, and there's only so long he can go without doing it. Uh, wait till you're in private before you start Bustin. <laughs> Repressed. 
<laughs> we go ahead to the market like uh we can shut this door behind us but maybe just make sure it uh does not lock yeah you can you can close the uh the transport back up and head out into the snowy streets of kajimi and heath who is waiting outside he says so did you guys uh do what you were gonna do in there uh not quite um do you know anyone who might sell uh trackers uh, probably my black market contact. He, uh, yeah. sells all kinds of stuff. Let's go meet your boy. Feel like, uh, gonna need that. All right. He's, uh, he owns one of these, uh, local cantinas here. So, uh, if you're fixing to get a drink, you might as well. Yeah, I feel like we're all, uh, constantly fixing to get a drink. Okay, so he, he leads you, uh, to this cantina, which is full of a, uh, a rough-and-tumble collection of customers. A lot of them uh, seem to be maybe part of a gang uh, wearing these purple suits with gold helmets and accoutrements. Uh, it kind of feels like they they kind of uh, make the rules around here, but Heath doesn't, he doesn't talk to them, and instead he goes to the, the bartender, who's uh, this elderly man with either a cybernetic eye or some kind of cybernetic uh, ocular-enhancing device. There are a lot of uh, trinkets on, on ledges behind him. Oma, these are uh, some friends of mine. They, uh, they're looking for some of your good stuff. And the bartender, he says, oh, you're looking for my private collection? Yeah, I want to see some cool stuff. Uh- Oh, all right, all right. Just uh, follow me. And he kind of steps out from behind the bar and motions for you to follow him down a, uh, a hall. Still thinking about that lock. Let's follow him. So he leads you into a, uh, a side room. The door opens and there are uh, racks in cages that are uh, lined with uh, various uh, exotic and deadly looking devices. And he says, so uh, what exactly is it are you in the market for? Any particular instruments that catch your eye? Well, uh, I mean, I don't know about the rest of my crew. I personally am looking for a uh, a nice new knife, something like real, real easy to conceal, real can really deliver a punch. Also, tracking devices. Do you have any tracking devices? Tracking devices. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, ah, yes, I do. And he uh, goes to a drawer that he unlocks and pulls out a little small silver circular disc. And he says, this one, I believe, was uh, was used a couple of decades ago by uh, the Jedi. I wonder what they would need to uh, track. But uh, if it's good enough for them, I'm sure it would suit your needs. Okay. Do you know uh, how, how far I can track? Well, this has a uh, a range of about one sector, so if uh, you catch somebody in the next sector over, you might be able to keep an eye on them. Why? Are you expecting to lose contact with somebody? Uh, I'm hoping to not, but, you know, life can take you to interesting places, can't it? That it can. So uh, how much for uh, this little one? Well, something like this, considering the age and the rarity of such a device, would probably uh, run you about a thousand credits. Can you afford it? I mean, I can't afford it, but I would, uh... Fuck, why is my negotiation so bad? I mean, thousand credits, you know, it... You did say it was pretty old, and it can only... It can only go one sector, you know? And also, 
if it doesn't work, if it happens to not work and I paid a thousand credits for it, well, like, you know, there's a lot of people down here that I'm sure you do business with and it wouldn't really bode well for your reputation to have something that uh, crapped out if it got spread around. So why don't we take it down to 800? And and he kind of he kind of smiles and he says, you must be new here. I uh, have a very good reputation with the people of Kijimi. I don't think that uh, anything that were to happen to my devices would concern me. This creepy motherfucker right here. And and Heath, he kind of he kind of nudges you, and he says uh, they call this guy the Maestro. He's uh, he he people uh, people come to his aid. I don't know if you really want to be uh, trying to talk him down, but if you do, uh, why don't you give him a shot? Just give him a thousand credits. If you you can negotiate down, it'll you'll have to roll against him though. And it would have to be negotiation, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'll i roll my eyes and I'll be like, thousand credits? If you would. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll buy one of those for a thousand credits. And he looks around at the rest of you and he says, Now, I think that maybe I could find something for the rest of you if there's anything that any of you would be interested in. But um, you there, large fellow. I, I look behind me to see if there's a large fellow there. Uh, it is you. There is no larger fellow behind you. <laughs> oh, okay. Hello. Now, you seem like a man who knows how to use his great physical strength. Oh, I don't know. And then I, like, do, like, a weird flex pose thing. Do you think? I do think. Now, do you prefer, uh, getting up close and personal, or are you a man who enjoys his tools? Um, I, 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 I... And I, I kind of like look in shame's like I enjoy uh, I enjoy grabbing people by the neck uh, neck and just bat and uh, punching them to the wall. Uh, then I, then I think I might have something for you. I assume based on the company you keep that you are already proficient with vibro knucklers. But how about a something a little more ostentatious, a little more uh, ostinato? And he pulls out a pair of blast knuckles and he says, "I'm sure that whoever you hit with this will." be uh in for quite the surprise blast knuckles i i i i want some blast knuckles what 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 do they blast what do they blast well whoever you want they are a very short range weapon but as you can see there is a an impact plate on the knuckles whenever it makes impact it triggers the wrist mounted blaster to fire a shot directly into whatever it is you're punching i may have to roll discipline not to shit my pants <laughs> uh roll me a two purple discipline to avoid shitting yourself success and advantage yeah so you you are not shitting yourself okay you are the master of your bowels i i would like to buy there well in that case i uh think we could part with uh with one of these uh delicious gloves for a thousand credits i have zero negotiation skills and money burning in my uh pocket here i'm 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 taking it Theoretically, you could have a vibro knuckler on one hand and a blast knuckle on the other. I was actually thinking that. Start double fisting people. I yeah. I was actually thinking that. I'm keeping them both with me though. So yeah, uh, yeah. Like I I feel like I'm ambidextrous when it comes to hitting people. So yeah. And he turns to uh to you, Sug, and he says, "Now I don't mean to be indelicate, but are you a Claudite or?" A Zolander. A Claudite. Ah, I I thought so. Do you have access to a saline pump? I do not. 
Now, I do have one, uh, considering the rarity of these devices and how few of your kind uh, are still roaming the stars. It is going to set you back 5,000 credits, but I assume that someone like you in what I assume to be your line of work uh, would find one of these to be invaluable. If you need a hand, if you need a handout, we can hand some things out. Just looking at what I would use to haggle. Uh, I'm not good at, at um, negotiation. Negotiation. I can try though. Let's see, Coer- Oh, and coercion is one. No. Um. I mean, bear in mind, Zam was also warned against trying to. Uh, this is haggle. true. Well, if warned against trying guys. to be like an asshole to this guy. <laughs> can I borrow some money, you guys? How much do you say it would be? Uh, five thousand. Five thousand. I don't have yeah. five thousand. I have three, but you have three. I can give you one. Uh, I'll I'll give you one thousand. I feel like that's a good thing for you to have. Right. It's an investment on your future. Yeah. It's an investment in the future success of the crew. Precious fluids. Now you can change shape when you uh, transform. Oh my god. Or like change oh. the amount of mass. Is yeah. Mass. That's right. Now if you want to get small, you don't have to put all your mass in your ass. <laughs> Sweet. You can now. You can do that by choice. Exactly. You, you can shunt your excess fluid into a <laughs> into a catheter. Celine. So uh, you can you can buy this, and uh, the maestro says. Now I understand that uh, getting set up with one of these is considered uh, a slightly invasive procedure, but if you if you'd like, I know he specializes in droids, but Babu next door might be able to uh, get this installed. Yahoo, homies! Oh, you've met him. Babu Frick is going to install my catheter. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a collection of words. Just just like I always dreamed. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Babu, you're like a celebrity. Please, cath me, Dad. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Make it stop. Make her stop. I'll never be stopped. Fuck you. (laughs) Who's next on the uh, uh, gravy train? Well, since, Gajit, you haven't bought anything... And he says, you don't really look like the kind of person who is interested in uh, weapons of destruction. I have a gun. (laughs) You don't sound very confident in that. I mean, I'm small and I need to protect myself, so I I have a gun. I I can point it at people and shoot it. Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) Would you like a new one? Do you have one that's good for Oh, I have lots of guns, small one. Can I see them? He uh, leads you over to where he has a lot of guns. Um, He has a lot of non-restricted items as well, but uh, he points out a few that are uh, illegal. That's fine. I hang out with these people, (laughs) so I'm used to it. You're used to your gun? Yeah, but my gun kind of so-so. It's kind of average. It'll do, I guess. I mean, you can get a better one if you want. Is there anything cooler than a gun? Well, I have these, and he pulls out a belt of quill bombs. Quill bombs. Grenades that uh, explode with a bunch of small spines that uh, rip through armor and burrow into flesh. Uh, Ooh. They're also poisoned. So don't prick your finger on them. (laughs) I mean, do I have to worry about shrapnel going in every which way? It looks pretty scary. Well, not if you throw them far enough. But you look like somebody who uh, 
What type of gun do you have? It's a light blaster pistol. Just kind of average. I don't think I've done anything no- to it either. I haven't. I haven't done anything to it. It can only stun people. I, uh, if you would like to do anything to it, I do have a number of uh, illegal modifications. Ooh, that sounds fun. Now, what what would you uh, be in the market for? Would that be restricted? Yeah. Uh, there's the enhanced exciter, which decreases yeah, the critical one. by one and has, uh, can get up to pierce three. That might be good. Yeah, I'll get that. And he says, it is a very exciting modification. Now you're, you're kind of, uh, there's a light blaster pistol. How would you like something a little more, uh, storied? You mean something that'll, um, pack a harder punch than what this one has? Uh, Yes. And he, and he pulls out a, a small blaster, and he says, this is the DC-17. It was the favored weapon of the ARC troopers during the Clone Wars. Packs quite a punch, it's incredibly accurate, and is uh, highly modifiable, which seems like something that would come in handy for one such as yourself. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It looks a lot better than uh, what I have already. I think I, think I want this one. How, how much is it? Can be yours for a paltry two thousand credits. I have money. Are you sure? We believe you. How much extra is it to mod it? Can I mod it as well? That seems like a lot. Well, I'm sure that Babu would be willing to let you use his workshop if he is going to be installing the saline pump on your friend. This guy has the gentlest touch. Can I get a? I I have a store myself, and uh, here's my card. Um, I give you a discount if you give me a discount <laughs> on this one. We could trade. You try to sell them your steampunk hats? I do more than steampunk. It's the steampunk was for a commission. He wanted the steampunk goggles, and so I made the steampunk goggles. I have range. What do you specialize in? This is fucking adorable, by the way. I mean, I can do whatever I I like flowers what piece what uh, which article in your shop are you the most proud of you'll have to get back to me on that one (laughs) gotcha this is some this is some investigative journalism that we're doing here on your own guy since apparently you have something to offer him in return you can add a blue to your uh negotiation role oh negotiation hmm against uh, this is going to be against two red and a purple. Oh my god, I'm going to get a despair, aren't I? Yep. You're going to get two despairs. <laughs> oh no. No, he's not going to sell me anything now. Wait, did One you failure, despair? two threats, and a despair. Oh Wait, no! Oh no! Can, can we kill him? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he dies of a heart attack. And the episode is now <laughs> oh, that we're no. being blamed for his fucking murder. We take all our money back. And he says, I have quite a high standard here. I don't buy from just anyone. And I think that if you're coming to me for objects, it means that certainly you don't have anything to sell me. And in fact, I'm starting to wonder if you would put these items to the best use. (laughs) The despair despair didn't have to be emotional trauma. (laughs) Can can, can we kill him? (laughs) <laughs> I, can, can I try to um, intervene a little here? See if I can charm him to calm him down. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm act- I'm so sorry about her. She's very new, coming off Chad. She um, 
they have a very uh barter based society there that's why they she kind of falls back on that she really didn't mean any offense at all and we'd be happy to buy these from you at your stated price all right so that'll be a charm against his cool which is three purple okay Okay, good i could i flip a uh take two strain so i can use uh cunning yeah do you want to use any of your destiny points you have five or do you want to keep them all from me like cowards You've noticed, haven't you? <laughs> what? Nah. You said it was three purple? Yep. Here, I will. I'll give you one, because I, I do want to do well on this for Gadget's sake. And I'll flip one of those, my green, into a yellow. Uh, one success to advantage. Yay! And he says, all right, I'll, I'm sorry I lost my temper. I don't usually get that hot under the collar. It, it's it's okay. It's okay. You know what? We we really appreciate that you're here to help us. And we really want to be able to do our part to um help you, you know? The attachment and the blaster are kind of a package deal. So why don't you just go ahead and uh, subtract the cost of the attachment from the cost of the blaster? <gasps> that- that that's really that's truly generous from you. I me and my friend we both really appreciate that. I'm sorry for offending you. Oh, oh, it's it's n- n- no problem at all. It's uh you know, I uh, new people when they when they come here, they sometimes uh need a little bit of uh talking to before they understand the rules of Kajimi. And and she's learning so fast. Aren't she a gadget? I haven't been to very many planets. This one's very nice. <laughs> We're loving it. We're loving it here. <laughs> It's always winter, but never Christmas for the old maestro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's 3,000 for both the blaster and the attachment. I I, I know I already got my tracker. Would I be able to see about getting a knife from this guy as well? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, last mission got a little hairy and mine had to be left behind. I just like having one on hand, you know? Now, someone like you, uh, strikes me as the type that isn't in the market for something brutish. No, not especially. Something, uh, you know, quite, quite keen, shall we say. That's probably not the right word to use, but it feels right. It just feels right. A little bit more precise and honed. Well, maybe something like this, and he pulls out a, uh, a small dagger. This is the MMD-18 molecular dagger. Double-edged crystalline matrix blade, polycarbonate handle. They're honed to monomolecular thickness. You can... Cut through pretty much any armor, though they are quite fragile. However, something tells me that somebody in your line of work may not be getting very rough and tumble with these. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I th- I feel like you're reading me correctly. Uh, I don't suppose you have anything that might increase the uh, durability on it a little bit, though. You know, sometimes people uh, struggle. Well, are you looking to harm or are you looking to kill? Um, I'm more looking to harm. Then maybe, although the edge is quite, uh, quite deadly already, some serration could come in handy in tearing flesh. Hell yeah. You know what? I think I actually would like to keep it as a a nice, clean, straight blade. Serration Uh, would be nice, but... Well, if you'd like it to be sharpened further, uh, I can certainly ask Babu to help with that. Or if you uh, want it to be a little more personalized, I can get him to help you with a custom grip. You know what? That sounds like it would be uh, just right for me. What would that be for cost, then? Well, Babu has the supplies in his shop, but getting him to install it would cost about a thousand credits. 
I think that'll work just fine for me. And is that including the uh, the dagger as well, or just the modifications? That would just be for the modifications. The dagger itself is not that expensive. There's not a lot of material that goes into these things, only about 200 credits. That sounds good. 200, 200 credits it is. And I will give him my money. You can give him your money. And he says, will that be everything, or is there anything else here that catches your eye? And he kind of... Um, nudges you towards a uh, couple of suits of what appear to be powered armor in the back. Oh, sweet. Anyone of you guys want powered armor? Actually, <laughs> that sounds rad. How much? <laughs> well, somebody like you uh, is already quite formidable, but the Kavdan power armor could increase your strength even further. That being said, I couldn't part with it for less than... 26,000 credits. Does anybody have 26,000 credits they can loan me? I, I'll pay you back. I swear I'm good for it. You know what? How about uh, we, we th- we'll think about that for now, and next time we visit, maybe we could we could discuss that further. Can we get a job where we make, like, $26,000, like, right away? I don't want to have to save up to no, earn this. This thing looks amazing. I'm, I don't want to have to earn it. Give it to me now. I'm j- jittering with the possibilities. Well, good things come to those who wait. I'm sure if you ask around, one of the gentlemen out there might be able to provide some work to you, especially if you're wielding weapons provided by the maestro. Did he call me fat? <laughs> you're just a little husky. God damn it. Uh, well, but that sounds great. Well, we uh, thank you so much for your hospitality and for these fine goods, and uh, we'll go next door to meet up with Babu. I'll send along my regards. He'll be expecting you. Uh, before we go to meet up with Babu, can I uh, quickly run back to the ship and uh, toss that tracker in their hold? Yeah, while everybody is going to uh, Babu's workshop. Do you want to give uh, Gad your uh, knife so she can get it upgraded? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the rest of you can uh, head to Babu's workshop while Zam goes back to uh, the docking bay with the tracking device. And uh, when you enter, there's no sign of whoever this Babu is. Seems to be uh, a, a, an empty droid workshop. Oh, frick, there's no one here. And then this little, this little alien, this little three apples tall alien sticks its head up <laughs> from, from behind a pile of uh, whatchamacallits. And he screams something in his uh, gibberish native language, but uh, you get the sense that he's happy to see you. What does he sound like? Can you give us your <laughs> best Babu? Uh, so, Zam, you're heading back to the docking bay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And when you when you get there, uh, you can approach the ship, but uh, it seems that somebody is getting out of it when you enter the the bay. Oh, can I uh, hide around a corner and see who it is? Yeah, it's a uh, scruffy-looking spacer that is uh, getting out of the driver's side door of the vehicle. Okay, but he's just leaving the ship, right? Uh, he's going over to the refueling pod and bringing it over to uh, pump up his ship a bit. But I, do I recognize this guy? Uh, nah, he's just like a, a scruffy-looking nerf herder type. Um, okay, when... Ben Solo! Could you imagine? <laughs> this guy doesn't look jacked. Damn. It's not a brick wall. W- would I be able to kind of uh, sneak up behind him and put my blaster to his head? Uh, yeah, that'll be a two purple stealth. 
I love having no agility. You could ask me to do it. You're not well, you there. Went to Bob oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You're at the tavern. Not there. You're at the tavern getting surgery. <laughs> that's right. Installing my uh, Swedish made penis enlarger. One <laughs> uh, advantage. Uh, so he sees you, but he says, Oh, hey there, can I help you? Uh, you know what? I think you can. Um, I uh, was wondering where the captain of this vessel was. Oh, you're looking at him. Oh, I thought there was someone else who was uh, coming out of this vessel earlier. She looked like the, the lady in charge. Tegruda? Uh, no, unless you're uh, talking about uh, a while back. I uh, bought this off a Tegruda lady a couple of weeks ago. Can I can I roll anything on him just to make sure he's not lying to me? Uh, yeah, if you think he's lying, that'll be... Uh, he'll roll his discipline against... Uh, or his deception against your discipline. Okay. And my... Discipline is four green, and I have, for nobody's fool, does that upgrade it? Yes, nobody's fool upgrades it. Okay, how many ranks do you have? Uh, just one. Okay. Uh, it's a wash. Uh, he seems to be telling the truth. <sighs> damn. <laughs> well, you know what, uh... Did you want to kill Han Solo? <laughs> it's not Han Solo, come on. <laughs> That's a shame. You know, I recognize the ship. She's actually an old friend of mine. I thought it was, you know... Just the stars aligned and we were going to be able to catch up. I don't suppose she mentioned uh, where she was off to or if there was another ship that she had gotten. Uh, no, I uh, kind of, she seemed to be in a hurry to offload this thing to me on Aduba 3, though. So uh, she might still be hanging around there. Aduba 3. Oh, well, you know what? That is, uh, that's just perfect. Thank you so much for your help and um, you have a great day. Uh, you too. Have a good night. As soon as I'm turned away from him, I'm just like, God damn it, motherfucking sold the fucking ship. I'm glad I didn't pull a gun on that guy. He seemed nice. It's <laughs> Some fine. random. This poor random dude who's just trying to refuel his ship. Well, we need to mug somebody. <laughs> I just need to be violent. God damn it. Gotta make my money back. <laughs> I spent a thousand money. bucks on a tracker. Why? We gotta get money so I can buy that fucking power suit. God. It's fine. I'll go back to the shop and to a uh, Babu shop and meet everyone. You can go back to the shop, and when you enter, uh, it seems that everything is being f- finished up. And he greets you with a well, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> whoa, he, guys! He is my favorite thing on the face of the earth. And if anybody touches him, I will hurt you." But what's gonna happen to Babu? If anything happens to him, I will hurt you. And I've only known him for 15 minutes, but if anything happens to Babu Frick, I will kill literally all of you and then myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zam, your your knife is is ready. Gajit, your your new gun has its attachment in. Sug, your saline pump is uh, surgically implanted. He did a pretty good job for a guy who specializes in droids. Yeah, not that different. Yeah, you're just a meat droid. Yes. So uh, you can uh, return to the main part of the cantina where uh, Heath is waiting at the bar. And he says, so you guys get uh, outfitted pretty good? One, ha- one of my hands is a vibro. The other my one of my hands is a blaster. I don't, I don't know why, but that feels sexual to me. I'm going to try growing in size. <laughs> I, I do like uh, that feels sexual to me, and I'm going to try growing in size. Yes. Okay, so uh, why don't you uh, roll me a transform roll then? That's a two purple resilience. Uh, you'll take some strain, but you will be able to get a blue onto that thanks to your new saline pump. Ooh, okay, uh, let's see. Resilience. Okay. One success, two advantage. 
Okay, so with those two advantage, normally you would take three strain, but if you want to uh, only take one, you can. Okay. And uh, you can uh, test out your your new additional transformational abilities. Thanks to the sailing pump, you have some extra liquid in your uh, foldable, loose, lizardy skin. Uh, and it and it feels like uh, with this sailing pump, uh, you can't get too much bigger or smaller, but you can create like tentacles and head tails and things if you wanted to turn into like a Twi'lek or a Nautilin or a really fat guy. Excellent. I'll uh, test out some tentacles. Ah! You can test out some tentacles growing uh, from wherever you're growing your tentacles from. That's right. All the tentacles. Just an impressive show of growth. Penises! Two penises! Heath downs his shot and he says, so we ready to go or what? Yeah. Yep. Think we're about ready to get on the way. All right. And on on the way back to the ship, he kind of gives you the, the deece and he says, while you guys were uh, occupied, I kind of looked into where these coordinates are. And it looks like this uh, this infinity gate is located on a planet called Naboo. You ever been there? Would we have? I mean, it's pretty nice. It is pretty nice. Naboo's like core worlds, too. Isn't it's it? mid-rim. Mid-rim? It's space Italy. Have you all ever been to Italy? <laughs> no probably it not it is space italy complete with dumb slapstick let's say no no, say no. I, I i have not been to nabu he says well at least it's not like that uh last planet where everything was dead nabu's a pretty nice place to visit you know i think the emperor was from there oh wow i like it already yeah i don't know if they uh still subscribe to his ideals so uh no offense but uh the rest you may want to look out unless you can put on a uh human face you know how I, the empire I, was. I, I try and widen my mouth so it kind of looks horizontal, so that my uh, my tusks look like a mustache. And then I close my two eye, uh, two my eyes on the side, but not the other two. And uh, I I stand up, I stand up like super straight with my arms down like a penguin, and uh, I uh, uh, try and like do a weird po- uh, pose against the. Uh, Against the walls there to look human. Aqualish walk like this, and humans walk <laughs> like this. <laughs> it's kind of what I was going for, yes. You, you may have to work on your act. It doesn't seem to uh, pass muster. <laughs> Shucks. You can take off from Kajimi and head towards the mid-rim world of Naboo. When you arrive, it doesn't seem to be very fascist. There's no Star Destroyers or anything in orbit. And uh, Heath's compass seems to be pointing uh, towards one of Naboo's seas as you as you approach. Uh, it seems to be pointing out somewhere in the water. In the water. Uh, you sure that thing's working, Heath? Like, uh, I mean, unless the people who are using this had gills. I mean, it was a real long time ago. I don't know. Do we want to just sit sit down next to the water and check it out? Well, it looks like, uh, and he kind of looks at the uh, the data on Naboo, and he says, looks like there's a, a port town not too far away uh, from the coast, Spinnaker. Spinnaker. Okay. Let's go uh, set down at Spinnaker. We'll see what's up. You can set down at Spinnaker in one of the uh, spaceport bays. It's a, uh, a, a pretty, like, all the all the towns on Naboo are pretty nice. This is like a, uh, like, Venice canals. Uh, it doesn't seem like they have very many roads. It is a port city. It seems like most things are moved via the water with little boats and skiffs. 
There's not a lot of apparent heavy technology if this is an industrial port. Uh, the design of the city really doesn't suggest it. They're very uh, in touch with classical looking architecture and uh, deco and in tune with nature. It seems like a very lovely place. You say that like there's a catch. I mean, you don't know that there's a catch. It's, 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 very, it's, it's a very beautiful planet that the Emperor is from. This seems really nice and I only have 100 credits left. <laughs> Damn, do you really spend that much? I only had 3,000 and some to begin with. Oh my gosh. It's okay, we'll, we'll spot you. It's how, a how pretty much cool is it gonna... gun. It's a very cool gun. Better than my other one. It's so much better than your other one. How, how much is it going to cost to uh, land here? Well, Naboo, because it is Space Italy, uh, it, it is kind of a touristy place, so it is going to be 500. Ah, uh, yeah, I can pay that. How do you have all this money? Jesus. What, me? Yeah. I don't know, I haven't really been spending much. That's Obviously, she hasn't been paying you guys your fair wage. Ah, <laughs> oh, I fucking knew it! It's kind, of what start... I, it's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> nah, we're... Don't even worry about it, man. Don't even worry about it. Oh my god! worry about it. I'm keeping my eye on you. It's fine. I'll just pay for everything today. Yes, the uh, Naboo spaceport is, uh, it is quite busy. Uh, There are, it seems, a lot of uh, people who are local to Naboo that are returning from trips. You can tell uh, by their flowery, uh, artisanal garb and uh, a lot of humans, a lot of of human faces, not a ton of uh, other aliens. And the spaceport itself is, uh, it follows the same sort of um, renaissance deco as the rest of the city, nothing too ostentatious. But instead of taxis, because this is a Venice-like canal system, there are uh, gondolas sitting and waiting as you leave the spaceport. The uh, Nabu who are arriving home, they make beelines for the human gondola driver, seemingly not wanting to interact with the few Gungan uh, gondola operators that are there waiting. Fucking racist. Um, do we want to go grab a Gungan gondola? Gungan gondola. <laughs> a Gungan gondola? Do you, you want to say like that five times fast? <laughs> a Gungan gondola. <laughs> I said it. Gungola, let's do it. Okay, you can go to a uh, Gungola, <laughs> and the uh, the Gungan there. Uh, it's hard to I don't know how if you can age Gungans. He doesn't seem to be too old though. But he says, uh, "So where to?" <laughs> uh, damn, I was hoping. <laughs> um, you know, maybe you could actually help us with that, buddy. Um, you're you're local, I assume. Mm, depends on your definition of local. Yeah. Uh, why? Uh, well, we're actually uh, looking for something. We were given given a map, but uh, I don't know if the map's wrong or if there's something that about the planet that we're not quite getting. But it seems to be directing us to the middle of a body of water. Heading out into the into the sea. Uh, was it into the sea or like a lake? Well, the uh, the town is on the edge of a edge of oh, a sea yeah. or an ocean. Yeah, it's into the sea. Round off the coast of Spinnaker. Yeah, off the coast of Spinnaker. Why? Uh, well, nothing. It's just that um. There's a colo clawfish spawning grounds off the coast of Spinnaker, and recently there've been um, we've been having trouble with poachers. Poachers with monster hunters. Well, they've been uh, scooping up the colo eggs and shipping them off world for a bunch of rich people to have as a uh, delicacy. Bastards! Well, bash their heads in. Can I? Can I roll perception on this guy? Like, I'm not sure if he's a. Uh... 
I, I don't know. Something feels a little funny. Like he might be dancing around a truth here. Okay, so that'll be against his cool if you're trying to percept him. So that'll be a red and two purple. He's so fucking Damn, cool. Damn, why is he so cool? After all that he's been through, I know he's cool. Damn, uh, two failure, one advantage. Um, it doesn't really seem like he's hiding something, uh, that would harm you, but there's definitely more to this guy's story than what he's telling. He seems suspiciously well-informed for a gondola driver. You seem to, uh, know a lot about this. Is this, uh, common knowledge in the area? Well, for those who take the time to look, I, uh, I've had my fair share of run-ins with the types. What kind of people, though? What what are the types that uh, you've been having run-ins with? Poachers. Um, just to make sure we're all on the same page, uh, we aren't here in the interest of poaching, if that's what your concern is. Are you into animal rights? I'm into protecting all the creatures of the sea, uh, especially from poachers. Hell yeah. I, I mean, uh, if the poachers are kind of known about, clearly you know about them, has anyone else on this planet tried to, uh, address the problem? <laughs> Undaboo, you serious? Indulge me, I'm new to the area. We, we, we've never been to a, uh, Abu before. Do we look local? Come on. Yeah, well, uh, me and, uh, I mean, I used to run with a, a gang of, uh, I don't know, rich kids from Otaganga. That's the, uh, main Gungan city in the oceans, uh... But they saw their first real taste of combat, and they swam off. Uh, so it's mostly been me around hereabouts. Uh, you may not have noticed, but um, this is a pretty uh, human town. They don't really care that much about what goes on in the water. Well, I noticed them all, uh, you know, kind of going to those human gondolas. Yeah. It seems like yeah. Uh, there might be something something else going on there, or at least maybe a vibe. There there's definitely feels like there's a vibe on this planet. Are we vibing? Well, I mean, my name's Dirk Deep Diver, if that tells you anything. <laughs> not 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 a traditionally Gungan name. My name is Dirk Deep Diver, and I'm here to say <laughs> I like to dive deep in a regular way. <laughs> um Um, I am so sorry, my friend. We are very new, and that does not really tell me a whole lot. I don't I'm not familiar with traditional Gungan naming conventions. Uh, well, I mean, to give you a, a taste of the flavor of uh, the Nabu, um, you see, you know the Emperor was from here, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah we know that. We, we heard something about that, yeah. Is that like a tourist thing? Or <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the Emperor's from here? If you look out the window on your right... You can see where he choked someone to death. There's still a dent against the wall. I mean, officially, the planet's trying to distance themselves from that, but uh, you're not going to see a lot of uh, humans hanging out with Gungans around here. My parents, they uh, thought it would be a good idea to integrate me, so they sent me to a school in Theed, and uh, you might be able to tell by the accent, but they beat the Gungan right out of me. Uh, didn't help oh, me get a job. Jesus oh, no. I'm Canadian, and this is too real! Ugh. Oh! Anyways, back back to Star Wars. <laughs> back to uh, not reflecting upon historical atrocities. Oh, God. Continue your story, my friend. Anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> anything that concerns the Gungans uh, seemingly doesn't concern the Naboo. It seems to concern you, though. It does concern me. I mean, look, um, buddy, you seem like a, a guy with a problem. 
I, I I feel like we're understanding each other. We could really use someone local to this area to give us a hand. Well, what, what do you say? We can maybe give you a hand dealing with the poacher problem if none of uh, the fucking humans around here are going to do anything about it. And you can maybe give us a hand trying to track down what we have on our little map here. Sounds like a deal. Uh, there is one wrinkle, though. Do tell. Well, uh... And this guy, this guy's quite like built for a gondola driver. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't necessarily fit the stereotype of a, uh, a gondola operator. Uh, I had to kind of pick up this extra job because my, uh, well, my bongo got, uh, well, last time I had some uh, interactions with poachers, my sub took a hit. Uh, so unless any of you are good with a hydro spanner, we may have to swim down. I'm sorry, your bongo? Yeah, it's a type of Gungan sub. Why? Does that name seem funny to you, sir? It's <laughs> <laughs> code shifting. No, that, uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. That just means uh, something different where I'm from. For a second, I thought it was going to turn out he was one of those like hippie guys who likes to hang out in the park doing drum circles, and it was going to be like one condition. <laughs> you got to join me in my drum circle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah like a uh, little gadget here. She's our... Our mechanical whiz, she can probably take a look at that for you. If it means not having to swim, I'm more than happy to. They don't have water on Chad? Yeah, but they also have a lot of big storms and, uh... There is water on Chad and that is the problem, you see. Also, I'm kind of a rodent and if I get water in my ears, it's not very good. I get sick. Aww. Well, I'll try and keep you dry, little buddy. Thanks. I like this guy. Just keep making friends everywhere we go. So he can uh, take you in his gondola uh, over to uh, the docks on the edge of town where uh, there are a lot of, like, the the few Gungans that are here seem to be mostly doing dock work loading and unloading the uh, Naboo ships that are coming in with supplies. But he's got his own little uh, area where there's this manta ray-shaped submarine under a tarp. And he pulls it off, and uh, you can see that there's a couple of, like, aftermarket gun turrets mounted onto the side. Oh, hell yeah. He says, this is my bongo. Uh, You can see there the rear propeller, one of the fins cracked off. I'm going to need to reattach it before we can head under. That's all you, Gadge. I'll try my best. So it'll be a three purple mechanics. If anybody else wants to help lift it into position or anything, uh, you can add blues. I can do such things. I'm good yeah, for lifting. I'll give unskilled assistance. That's a boy. Teamwork makes dream work. It makes dream work. One success, three advantage. Yay. Yeah, you can uh, you can reattach the propeller fin and reinforce it as well. So if it takes a hit, it'll probably uh, stand up a little bit better. And he says, you're pretty handy with a hydro spanner. No proof farmer are you. No, I kind of fix stuff around... Around the, 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 where I come from. I picked it up pretty fast. I don't have a history. Back away. <laughs> you know, if you're ever looking for uh, any extra work, I know a couple of guns around here that uh, could uh, use some help with their own craft. I mean, uh, I'll think about it. We're kind of on the go all the time. So uh, here's my card. I gotcha, I gotcha. If you need any advice, uh, I could upload onto my space tube channel some tutorials. And he takes your card and he says, oh, so what kind of what kind of gear do you sell? I mean, all sorts. I kind of do some little, like, costume pieces, but I can also, uh, if you send me your gear, I can uh, customize it for you. 
I'm wearing I'm wearing the uh, goggles right now and a hat. It's, she makes awesome stuff. Yeah, I can see she's quite the uh, fashionista. Fashionista. My grease covered Fashion. overalls. <laughs> Thank you. Go on, Gadgie. Tell them about the item in your store that you're the most proud of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you look on my Betsy store, I've got a a featured section, and you can see stuff there. What's featured? What is, it this, is it these sweet goggles or this awesome hat that I'm wearing? Sure. Perfect. It's just a picture of Ant taking the cargo bay. Yeah. I'm still looking for my residuals for this website. You don't I'm get a it. You're a model. Models don't yeah. get rights. <laughs> <laughs> but you told me paid. I was pretty. And then I ran away. No, that doesn't happen. You're a really sweet, nice little critter. But then as soon as it comes to, like, the art world, you're like, you're not worth it. (laughs) You're not worthy of my craft. I get in the bongo. You can all get into the bongo. It seems that the uh, the cargo uh, compartments, this is a tri-bubble bongo, so there are three little cockpit areas. Uh, The main one in the middle has three seats, and then there are a couple of... Other seats off to the side in the turret areas as well. So there we were in the bongo. Yeah, you can shove off from the port and uh, Dirk drives the submersible down deep into the sea of Naboo. Uh, as you as you go down, you can see that like Naboo doesn't follow a traditional structure. The city of Spinnaker, and presumably the continent it rests on, is actually supported by like this uh, almost like honeycomb of coral rock rather than, you know, normal continental formations. So the planet is is quite odd. Um, And he starts like driving through holes in the coral and things going like deep under the continental shelf towards uh, where presumably these poachers are. And he kind of pulls out his compass. And it seems like wherever he's going is, you know, more or less towards uh, where his compass is pointing, which which is lucky. But it keeps getting darker as he descends further and further, and the only light is uh, almost like stars, this bioluminescent plankton uh, that is swirling around the bongo as it goes deeper under the water. And he says, we're coming up on the Colo Clawfish spawning ground here. Gonna be running dark so poachers don't spot us. Okay. And he turns off the interior lights of the submersible, and you're all kind of drowned in shadow and it's very quiet this far down um until you see in the distance these kind of bursts of orange light and he says i think those are blasters there there aren't any like air pockets here where people could be out with blasters are there uh there are there's a lot of uh holes in the coral down here uh grottos and caves sometimes smugglers use them to hide out could be a poacher encampment. I haven't really found any, though. Um, most blasters will fire underwater if you build them right, though. Like, does it look like it's been being fired by, like, individual people who are swimming? I mean, it's hard to tell. Let's get a little bit closer. And he pulls the, uh, the bongo up closer to where the bursts are. And you can see eventually silhouetted... Uh, by the blaster fire in the water is this large, larger than his bongo uh, submarine with many uh, turrets that are firing, not blasters, but uh, harpoons. 
the explosions from the turrets uh, propelling the harpoons through the water towards this uh, bioluminescent long, almost like a combination of like an eel and maybe a scorpion that's got these huge mandibles, this colo clawfish that is attempting to defend its nest. There don't seem to be any individuals that are uh, swimming around. It seems that most of the work is being done by the submarine. How do you want to play this, Dirk? Because we can either, you know, wait for them to take it and then maybe follow them back to wherever they're camping out. Or, you know, if you don't want this one taken at all, well, I don't know what kind of offensive capabilities your bongo here has. Well, I got those two turrets on the side, and I'd rather not have that thing taken if at all possible. See, they're not actually after the mother, they're after the egg, so they're not taking it anywhere, they're just gonna kill it. Aww. That's a fair point. Okay. It's time to bash um, some heads in. Just throw me at them. Just, just throw me at them. I better get you breathing underwater. Um, I don't know, I've never tried. I mean, unless it, unless he has any of those little uh, rebreather things, but I did spend a thousand credits getting that stupid fucking little tracker. If we also need to know where these guys are camping out, we can fight them, but like we could shoot Ant through the water and he could plant that tracker on their dumb little ship and then swim on back and not get blasted by the turrets. I feel like I do. I would have like good lungs. Hold on, are the... Uh, is that hmm. because you have aqua in your name? Hell yeah. Are the turrets motion censored? Or is it like actually someone would have to spot him? They seem to be manned turrets. Okay. Are Aqualish at all uh, aquatic? They're semi-aquatic. Yes, Aqualish can breathe underwater. Oh. Oh. Hell yeah. And they can remove blacks imposed due to dark conditions, which this certainly is this deep under the water. If I were to uh, transform into a Aqualish or similar underwater species, would I then be able to? Uh, no, it only changes your appearance. It doesn't change your biology. Okay. Be rad, but no. yeah, I want some gills. Oh well, but what yeah, I can, I, I can, uh, I can, uh, I can, I can do this. I can plant this bug on on that ship, and they won't even know I was there. Yeah, just plant it, get away from the ship, and then we'll blast them. Okay, because like you know, if if there's more of them, it's better if they just let go of the mother and then you know dick off, and then we can get figure out where they all are. Should I also? Should I also unleash the mother? I could probably do that too. Oh yeah, if you want to like. Pull the, the hooks out. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll plant the tracker, and then I'll get them hooks out. We'll blast them. Blast them. Okay, good. We have a plan. Hands in the middle. We got a plan. We can do this. Wait, 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 wait. Am I the only one doing anything? Well, no, uh, we, we have two turrets on this thing, yeah? Okay, all right, all right, I guess, like, you Saga know. Gadget can take a turret each. They're okay. better at that than me. And Dirk, he starts taking off his shirt, revealing his fucking muscular Gungan body, and he says, oh I'll gosh. swim around out there with you. Is he handsome? Is he a handsome Gungan? Uh, for a Gungan, yeah, he's pretty handsome. He's, he's probably too young for me. It's fine. <laughs> nice chest. Thanks. <laughs> you too, buddy, and he kind of slaps you on your chest. <laughs> Let's go save world. All right, so uh, for those of you that can't breathe underwater, uh, I'm going to be flooding this compartment of the sub, so you may want to move into one of the other bubbles. Okay. Cause, or actually, um, cause Gadget, maybe you would be, uh, able to, um, pilot the bongo or at least hold it steady and me and Sug can go on the turrets uh -huh. if our pilot is leaving. Yeah. What would that count as? Planetary? Um, <laughs> since you're underwater, uh, it's closer to space because you have three dimensional movement. 
and uh, gravity isn't as much of an issue. Cool. And we'll go to the turrets. Okay, so uh, those of you who cannot breathe water can move into the other bubbles uh, as Dirk uh, opens up the top bubble of the bongo and water floods in and washes Dirk and Ant out of the sub before the sub reseals itself and flushes the excess water out of the vessel. It's still a little damp in there, uh, but Gajit, you should be able to climb back into the main bubble and operate the sub. Okay, I can do it. I can can see like in the dark, right? No. Yeah, your big bad eyes. Nobody can see me in the dark. That's my skill. (laughs) You can flip on the lights at the last second before we start blasting. I'm sure it's fine. Okay, let's go. So, Ant, uh, Dirk is swimming ahead of you. You can kind of see him faintly illuminated by the bioluminescence and the uh, explosions from the uh, harpoon launchers as he swims towards the ship. You'll need to avoid being spotted by anybody in the gunner seats, uh, but mostly it'll be an athletics role to swim to keep up with him. He's a Gungan, so he's pretty good at this, but you you presumably are a pretty decent swimmer as well. I don't know how much swimming you actually do as a smash ball player. If I, have a, if I was a Blitzball player, things would be way different. Not that kind of game. Any Final Fantasy X uh, fans here? No? Okay, that's fine. Not that anime. That we're not that anime? Okay. I'm not even a fan of that game, but Blitzball, fuck. Um, sorry, what what is the role? Uh, it'll be a three purple athletics. Three perps athletics. No, Ant, just make sure not to tell anyone you're from Xanagan. Okay. Uh, I got two success, a threat, a triumph, and a dark side. Do you want to use the dark side to get rid of that threat? Yes. Do it. Yes. There's somebody okay. in my head telling me to do it. Do it. Yeah. And the rush of combat, uh, the rush of this, you haven't felt this since you were on the field uh, playing Smash Ball, smashing through people's balls. Uh, it, the adrenaline of, of sports, the epic highs and lows of high school football are all <laughs> rushing back to you now. You're hearing Green Day with the Godzilla roars this time. <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can burst ahead of Dirk, who uh, has to, you know, he's, he's a pretty buff guy. He's a pretty athletic guy, but even he has to struggle to catch up to you. And you can land right on top of this submersible without being noticed. I, pl- I plant the bug. And uh, I wait for Slowpoke over there, and I'm like, come on, guy, we got to sa- save them whales. Uh, he, he comes up to you, and I don't know, can you communicate underwater? How, uh, how does that work? Um, you have to make an area that's just... with no water. <laughs> I make an air bubble. I air, make an air, air bubble. Pocket. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder style. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I just, like, let out bubbles. <laughs> He seems to get your meaning, uh, and he's, he hurries up, and he points uh, to where there is a nearby turret. The turret has a glass dome, and you can see that there is uh, some kind of pirate, a weak way pirate that is in there that is uh, tracking the colo clawfish and trying to fire a harpoon into it. It's a very smashable turret window. He doesn't seem to have noticed you, though. Um, can I get a rock? Like, uh, is there a place where I might be able to get a rock so I can, like, smash through it and... Well, no, screw it, whatever. I'll, I'll just... 
yeah, there's not there's not a rock, but he does hand you a uh, a Gungan weapon. It's like a small baton, but it has a glowing ball of plasma on the end of it that looks explosive. Ooh. In my bubble form, I go, uh, and I uh, smash and I uh, smash this window with it. Okay, so that'll be a two purple melee. Uh, success and an advantage. Yeah, you can smash this window, and the the force of you blasting this thing, the uh, plasma ball explodes on impact, and this weak way, as the uh, turret fills with water, is flushed out into the ocean, and he tries uh, swimming away, but uh, bubbles and foam are escaping from his mouth. It seems he's forgotten that he can't breathe underwater, and he begins drowning, gasping at any air he can get. The inside of the submersible, it seems, is uh, sealed against breaches. So even though it fills with water, it doesn't seem like it's going to uh, impact the rest of the ship that much. But you do notice that inside the turret, red lights are beginning to flash. I uh, guess that's the tune, the the cue for us to start shooting. Well, they're at they're at they're in a red alert mode, it seems. So yeah, if you guys want to start shooting this thing, can we shoot okay. from where we are? Uh, yeah, you guys can uh, can point at it. You're pretty much just floating there. Uh, this thing is one silhouette size larger than you, uh, so it is going to be a two purple gunnery. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. If you guys want to aim, you can as well. That adds a blue? Yeah. I will aim. It's a wash. Nothing. Two advantages, but no success. So neither of you, maybe it's just because you're not used to firing in water, but neither of you can hit this hit this submersible. But Sug, uh, you do notice that uh, as you're firing and missing, uh, the data from the tracking device is starting to funnel into the ship, marking the target for you. So if you guys want to try firing again, you will each get a, an additional blue. Try again? Sure, we'll try again. Khajiit, if if you want to uh, move in to get a better firing position, you can as well potentially help them. Let's go closer. Okay, so this will basically be a uh, co-piloting role to see if you can reduce the difficulty. So that'll be a two purple piloting. Four success, one triumph, one threat. Okay, so the threat is that uh, it seems that as you're moving around, uh, the other submersible, the pirate submersible, has spotted you and has uh, is beginning to head back towards wherever it's going. It's maybe just trying to surface. Maybe it's got a base nearby, but it is on the move. And how many success did you get? Four. Okay, so that can that normally uh, reduces it by four, but you can only do it to a minimum of one. So. If you guys want to, uh, what about the triumph? The triumph. The, well, the tri- the triumph is coming. Okay. So if you guys want to fire, because Gajit can reduce that to its minimum of one, the advantages will add an additional blue, and the triumph will allow you each to upgrade your roll as if using a destiny point. Yeah. Oh no. Nice. That'd be great. Okay. Two success, two advantage. Three success, one advantage. You guys can fire with uh, Dirk's submersibles guns. And the uh, the blaster bolts start impacting on the submarine, and it starts like blasting holes in it. It's beginning to take on water, and it's picking up speed, which means wherever it's going, it's going there fast. Chase it. You guys should probably get back in the uh, the bongo before we start giving chase, though. Well, if you guys want to uh, just uh, on to latch on as it as it passes by, that would just be in <laughs> athletics. All right, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, Gajit, to make this easier for them, uh, you can you can try to do a co-piloting as well if you want to help them out with a two-purple piloting. It's a wash. 
You will do as you must. <laughs> so give me a three purple athletics with a black, just because this thing's picking up speed. Two success, one advantage, and one light side, which I will turn into an advantage. Yeah, you guys can can uh, catch on. You can latch on to the sub as it passes. You don't take any injury from this. It's a, it's a pretty smooth ride, and you like do a cool pose as you're on top of this, you and Dirk. <laughs> Riding on top of the submarine, following them. I don't want to just say this, but we are super fucking cool. You guys are pretty fucking cool, right? Do you like Aquaman. bubble that at Dirk on top of the on top of the bongo? He can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, this submersible is going deep into the coral. It's going through this winding. A tunnel, almost like a cave of various coral rocks with holes and things in them. Gajit, you'll have to give chase if you want to uh, keep up with them, so that will be a three purple piloting. Four success, three threats. So you know that repair that you did? No. It's, it, it, it didn't really uh, hold up as well as you thought, maybe. I feel like my repair was good. I just ran it into some coral too many times. I feel like my yeah. repair was solid. <laughs> Your repair, your repair is fine. You maybe should have reinforced it even more. <laughs> the repair is fine. It's your piloting that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. You're just a shit pilot. A good mechanic, but a shit pilot. <laughs> but you can, uh, even though Ant and Dirk get jostled, you can follow this submersible through this tunnel until it surfaces in an air pocket cave. And uh, you can bring the bongo up as well. Uh, it seems that making a return trip is going to be a lot more difficult uh, since one of the propeller fins is completely missing. Oh, we can take our time, though. And they've got a submersible. Yeah, yeah we just got to kill them all. <laughs> yeah, I got a new gun. Much easier that way. And you can see uh, the pirates scrambling uh, out of this big... For some reason, there's a fucking pyramid in this cave. Like embedded almost into the coral. The coral seems to be growing in and around the pyramid itself. And these pirates are rushing out of the front entrance of it to uh, help bring in the submersible, to help it dock at the the shore of this cave. Um, I, I realize that we're uh, in this air pocket, but uh, do the turrets still work? Even if yeah, they're the like partially surfaced? Because <laughs> we could just try gunning them all down again. Yeah. Y'all are violent, you know that? Have you met us? Have you met oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Okay, what would that be to uh, do a gunnery on these uh, fleeing pirates? Um. Well, they're pretty small, so it would be a three purple. Your targets aren't marked, though, so you won't get a blue from that. If you want to aim, you can get a blue from aiming. I will aim. Ah, one failure. One failure. So you guys can't, uh, your blasts impact on the coral around the caves, uh, sending rock tumbling down the walls and doing nothing but alerting the pirates to your presence. Ah. The submersible, uh, even though it's, it's above water, you're both above water now, but it begins to rotate so that, uh, the most possible number of its turrets can be brought to bear against you. Oh. Can I hit something? Just like in frustration, or no, like oh, uh, you're outside, start punching you? your own palm. Yeah, he's on. He's on the top of the bongo. Uh, can other bro launch me like fucking Wolverine, and uh, I can blast knuckle somebody? Um, I mean, you're you're pretty far away 
from this thing. I don't like he's muscular, but I don't know if he's that muscular. Okay. All right. Well, for now, I'll just run for cover, and then uh, can I find an optimal spot to hide for like uh, the next? Is there any uh, place where I can actually set my feet on? Um, no. You are on the top of this bongo that and surfaced inside this kind of air pocket cave. So it's water all around you, except for where the uh, submersible, the pirate submersible, is parked which is okay. this uh, patch of land where there appears to be a pyramid built. Okay. You could just jump in the water. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll just jump in the water for now. All right, so Ant has abandoned you. <laughs> Thanks, Ant. <laughs> you could jump in the water and go uh, swim I like could, a uh, Like I could him. see if I can swim to the other ship and, like... Uh, just punch a hole in it. Yeah, pretty strong. I'm flexible. And I, and I could kick. Is he strong? Listen, you got those bud. blast knucklers? You blast a hole in it, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, and if you want to swim over uh, quickly before your friends get shot, that would be a three purple athletics. Uh, four success, two threats, and two light side, which I will use to take away the threats. Okay, so uh, you can speedily, like a human torpedo, swim towards uh, this ship, and you can find that there is a hatch on the underside. Hmm. Um, we, uh, can we open it up? Uh, it's locked. Can we use our himbo strength to, uh, crack a seal up in this bitch? Uh, yeah, this would be a four purple athletics to try and pry this hatch open. For both me and him? Oh, he hasn't joined you. He's, uh, staying with, uh, the, the bongo. Okay, alright, let's see. You've seemingly abandoned your friends. You left, left us. But that's not what I'm going to do. Uh, one advantage, two light side. I will use one for success, one for another advantage. Okay, so you can, with your great Aqualish strength, uh, you can pry this hatch open, busting the seals. And as you do, uh, the water doesn't start pouring in because it's right on the bottom. Uh, but you have created this kind of like hole up into the middle. Currently, the water pressure is, the air pressure is, like, stable enough that it's not flooding the ship. Okay. But you could climb up in there if you wanted. I will do such things. So you can you can climb up in there. Meanwhile, uh, what are you guys in the sub up to now that Ant has abandoned you? Uh, I don't know. If it's, like, turning around to uh, get us with its turrets, should we go back underwater? It's a dodge? I could try, even though I only have one propeller. Can we do stealth? <laughs> Hide behind a rock? Like, I guess Sug and I could shoot again, but... Is everybody still on the ship, or is there anybody outside of the ship? Uh, Dirk is on the top of the submarine, and Ant has left. Like, for enemies? Um, no, there's no, like, pirates that are on the ship. There are some pirates on the coast, I guess you would say, of this little uh, underwater lagoon. What do you guys think? I feel like... We could sneak out, but then we'd also be very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, and because, like, I, I also wouldn't want to leave the bongo to get blown yeah. to pieces if they think that we're in there, because then we really don't have a way to get out of here. Yeah, let's just go back you under. Piloting the bongo. Retreat. <laughs> Dip on down. I don't want to, like, leave the bongo and have Dirk be like, you got my ship, shoot up. Yeah. You owe me a ship now. Oh, I only have 100 credits. <laughs> ah! All right, retreat. Okay, so that'll be a uh, two purple with a black piloting roll to just dip that bongo down. Huh. Well, I got a failure, two advantages, and a triumph. 
Hey! So, uh, your propeller just keeps spinning. Uh, not enough to give you, uh, enough thrust to get you under the water. It just kind of, you just start rotating slowly in a circle. (laughs) It's movement. It's distracting, maybe. We're dodging. We look pathetic. Maybe they won't shoot us now. Yeah, and you hear over the loudspeaker. Unidentified fishing vessel, are you in trouble? Wait, really? We shot them. We could have been trying to, uh... Call for help. help. We're so stupid. So fucking stupid. We didn't Uh, mean to shoot. It's my first day. Is Dirk still up? God damn it. (laughs) He's on top. He's on the roof. Do you want me to come down and talk? Or do you got it? No. Was that no, you don't want me to come down? Or My no, coercion and charm are so bad. Okay. Can I slide out of the gunner's gunner bubble and run to the, the radio? I say yeah. my coercion and charm are so bad, but my piloting did make me just go around in circles. <laughs> I got to save myself for my good skills. I'll go over the intercom and go, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Before you get down here. <laughs> Go on the intercom and just be like, <laughs> just hyperventilate a bit. Do you have a hearts. tired dog in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her name is Zam. Uh, <laughs> Damn, self-burn. <laughs> Damn, Zam. Yeah, can I can I run to the radio <laughs> yeah. and reply? <clears throat> uh, yes, we have uh, our... our our vessel has been taking on water. Um, our weapons are malfunctioning. I think that there's a, a virus in our system. We need help immediately. A virus? Yes, our, our systems are computerized. We, we just did an upgrade and it might have been a, a faulty one. <laughs> oh, we thought you were trying to uh, take out those clawfish and we're just poor ass shots. But uh, if you have a computer virus, hey, you don't sound Gungan. <laughs> uh, what are you saying? All Gungans have no. bongos? No, 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 we're not, uh, we're not Gungans. We, uh, we, we were sent by the boss. We just, bor- we just, uh, you know, borrowed this off a guy on the surface, but, uh, I think he must have done it to something, something to it before we took it in. We need your help, though. All right, we'll, uh, we'll tow you in. Okay. And they launch their harpoons into the bongo and start pulling it towards their submersible. Do they not Sorry, see the Gungan take- on top? <laughs> You gotta uh, okay. triumph, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, no, they do, I mean, but they're, it's just one. That's why they're surprised. Okay. Yeah, so Ant, you're able to climb up into the submarine, and you can hear over the speakers uh, the conversation that the uh, people in the sub are having with your friends in the bongo. So I, for now, I'm just going to wait in the vents and uh, maybe if anything, I might explore the vents a little bit more just to see uh, what places are, what advantages I could take and stuff. I mean, the submarine's not that big. Swim to the submarine, they said. Be nice, they said. (laughs) Get together, have a few laughs. And if it does have vents, they're definitely not big enough for your huge aqualish body. I will wait for my chance to strike. Do I look like I'm at an area where guests would come in? Um... You're at a hatch at the bottom of the submarine, so not really. Uh, It's like this hatch and then a ladder that is kind of just tall enough to hide you. And then right above all around, you can kind of hear and see people milling about. I will wait until my opportunity. Okay, so uh, if you guys are in the sub, in the bongo, uh, they tow you in towards the coast and the submarine kind of like rotates a little bit to allow you to actually pull up to the shore of this grotto. 
And once you're there, and you can see that the uh, the pirates start disembarking their sub as well, not through the bottom hatch, but through a uh, a loading ramp on the side of the vessel. And you you guys in the bongo can see this as well. Pirates starting to disembark from the submarine and coming over to this quote unquote stranded fishing vessel. Um, based on are the pirates wearing any distinctive clothing that would tell us if there was like a particular gang that they were affiliated with? Uh, no branding. They aren't wearing any branded clothing. They're not all part of the Gucci gang. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe Tucci gang. <laughs> Oh, man, they all look like Teen Heartthrob Stanley Tucci. No, but it seems one of the pirates is dressed better than the other ones, and his shiny jelly bean-esque head uh, seems to be the leader. He does kind of remind you of Stanley Tucci. (laughs) I'm now just imagining them all in, like, late 90s billabong surf-style clothing. Yes. And the Tucci guy, he comes up and he says, well, what do we have here? Is he just looking at the ship or uh, anything in particular? Uh, all of you in the bongo. Well, uh, can we can we exit? Yeah, it's just got like a force field dome, so you can just turn that off and climb out. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll go up to him and uh, extend my hand like I'm gonna shake his hand. He uh he wipes his hand first on a little cloth before shaking your hand. Uh, it's uh Dane Malik. You know, we were uh, sent to give you a hand with your operation. Uh. I'm not familiar. I'm Captain Stan Lartuchus. <laughs> it's a, a pleasure. Stan Lartuchus. Well, pleasure to uh, meet you, Captain Tuchus. Um, think you could, you know, it's uh, we've had a big trip. Think you'd uh, maybe give us a walk around, let us know about the operation, or let us give us a layout of your operation before we uh, take a rest. It's been a harrowing day. Why don't you give him a deception to see if he uh he buys your act? Ooh, dang. Whoa, dang. What's that going to be? So that is going to be a deception. That'll be against his discipline. So that is going to use a uh, destiny point. So that'll be against a red and a purple. Okay. Maybe. Well, let's see. To success. To success. And he sees how heavily armed you are. And he says... All right, the more the merrier. Why don't you why don't you come with me? Let's go with him. And he leads you past the pirates who are more shabbily dressed than he is with their hand-me-down billabongs. And <laughs> and he leads you into the pyramid and he says, "This is quite a marvelous place, isn't it?" Yeah, I've never uh, seen anything quite like this. Have Any they idea passed what it is? me Have they passed me by yet, by the way? Uh, yeah, everybody has left the submarine. You can be our man in the shadows. Is, is, is there a, uh, is there anybody in the room I'm in right now? Uh, no, everybody has left the submarine. Okay, I get out of the submarine. I look for a disguise. Look, maybe some power armor, 5,000. Some sort of mustache. That's a stupid idea for a disguise. What is wrong with you? There are no, uh... (laughs) power armors anywhere uh but it seems that when they disembarked the submarine not everybody took their coats i will take the coat and uh i will try not to fat guy in a little coat it you can try it's it's it is like a real tight coat on you though most of these pirates aren't as big as you uh there is also a hat like that some of them have left their tri-corners on the hat rack I will take und hat. So you can take a hat, put it on top of your other hat with your tight-ass coat. 
sneak out. Uh, why don't you give me a stealth against these pirates to see if they, they notice you? A stealth against what? Uh, so this will be against uh, their perception. You are a pretty big, uh, unfamiliar guy, though, so that will add two blacks to your one purple stealth. Uh, success and advantage. Uh, yeah, you're just another pirate. You're an Aqualish, that makes sense. High seas and whatnot. Grr. And you can see that a uh, a teen heartthrob uh, has led your friends inside this pyramid. Uh, you can track him by his shiny jelly bean head, not to lose sight of him. Yar, I will follow him, like, you, stealthily. Yeah, you can you can follow them. Uh, the rest of your group, you may notice Ant sneaking along behind you, whispering yar under his breath. Mm, and he, like, he kind of nudges you. Uh, and he pulls out his compass, and it seems that it's pointing directly into the pyramid. Okay, is this a pirate leading us into the pyramid? Yeah. There are some other pirates in there. It seems they've turned this into some kind of a base camp. There, there are various, you know, pirate equipments and things and crates and coolant containers with colo clawfish eggs to keep them on ice and, and stuff. But... There is some other equipment in there as well. The inside of the pyramid is largely empty. There is a raised pad, a large raised pad uh, that is slightly higher than the rest of the floor. And there is, in front of that, between the pad and the door, there is this, like, tall, rectangular black monolith that has a like a one foot by one foot square hole in it. The coral that is winding its way through the pyramid seems to almost be like growing towards this thing and is also slightly like wrapping around the edges of it. Interesting. And he says, uh, welcome to our uh, hideout as it is. I'm sorry it's no grand maison, but we do what we can here. I mean, for a little cave in the middle of the ocean, you know, I feel like we're living the high life. Yeah, no doubt. Who, who's your uh, friend there? We don't usually get a lot of the natives helping us with our business. Yarr. Uh. <laughs> no, not you. Oh, I, I uh. go away and I, that wasn't to you guys. I was just yelling, yarr. Yeah, he's Arr. just staying in character. <laughs> oh, you know, he's, 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 uh contact you know it's a little bit of a maze getting down here we needed a guide so uh he was good enough to give us a hand and he says uh misa bim bam dop misa muy muy glad to be helping decent nice outlanders oh god see <laughs> but uh you know don't worry he won't he won't give us any trouble well i certainly hope not there's uh I hear the Empire made quite a mess of the ones that did. <laughs> <laughs> but the Empire's gone, and now we have business to conduct. So you say that head office sent you? Uh, yeah, you know, they uh, heard that you might have been running into a little bit of trouble in the area. They just wanted to um, make sure that everything was going, going as planned. Uh, you rugged types always being sent to check in on us. Don't worry, everything is, everything is in store. We have... All of the deliveries and shipments on schedule. The clawfish haven't been giving us any trouble. Uh, you know, we had a, a couple shipments that I think we're supposed to head out, and 
They haven't uh, arrived at their destination yet. Did you have the shipping manifest from those? Uh, are there any shipments in particular? Do you have a transport ID number? I can check my systems. Uh, you know, I we had the transport ID numbers, but they were all loaded up on our ship, and, you know, computers just fried in there. Right, but of, I, of course. I think it was sent out in the last two months. Last two months. Uh, what was in the shipment? Um, it was more of these eggs, you know. I mean, how much uh, how much else is getting shipped out, right? Oh, well, a surprising amount. Uh, we have been looking into mining plasma from the core. It's, uh, though it's a little difficult, the does kind of have a monopoly on all of that. We kind of have to skirt, but corporate stuff, it's above your pay grade, I, I assume. Uh, you don't know my pay grade. Can we see those manifests? Uh, all right. And he hands you a cargo manifest data pad. Looks like everything's on schedule to me. Um, can I take a look and is there anything that indicates who they are working for and, uh, what they are sending out to whom? Uh, there's nothing that indicates where the shipments are being delivered other than this. It is a Bornaren trading shipping manifest. Wait, was Bornaren trading, was that the one that Ravi worked with or was that the one that, um, Heath's family was enslaved to? Uh, well, Heath was enslaved to, he was, his family worked for Industrial Automaton. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If you want to enroll me knowledge, uh, core worlds probably for any knowledge of corporate structure, uh. Sure. What would that be? Uh, that'd be a three purple. Okay, I got a success and a threat to core worlds. Okay, um, so you are potentially aware that Industrial Automaton is a subsidiary of Bornaren Trading. Oh, okay, so they're not totally separate. They're not totally separate. Uh, however, because you got this threat, the puzzle pieces that are clicking together in your mind uh, are noticed by Captain Tuchus, and he says, I'm sorry, is there something amiss? Oh, no, not at all. Um, I, w I just thought that the uh, shipments would be a little bit larger than this. Are you guys having trouble uh, actually harvesting the product? And he looks back at the monolith and he says, how much larger? Uh, I, I, can I roll perception on him? Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say in that manner. Yar. So this will be against his cool. Uh, so that'll be against three reds. Fuck, why is everyone so cool? Oh, actually, um, I don't know if I would be able to do like two perceptions in a row, but I do have the know their weakness ability where uh, once per session, I can do a hard perception check to downgrade the difficulties, the difficulty of social checks against a target once per rank of know their weakness until the end of the session. You can perceive him with the know their weakness. You wouldn't be able to get like you wouldn't be able to do it twice in a row and you would specifically try to know his weakness but if uh you do get it if you do get like advantages and stuff you may be able to glean some extra shit okay i'll try doing the know their weakness then so that's a uh, three purple perception yeah fuck to advantage damn it i can only do that once a session too and i blew it stupid stupid zam so you don't know his weakness but because you got those advantages uh it it seems like there's something going on with this this monolith and Heath's compass pointing towards it. Uh, it's not necessarily his weakness, but this thing may be something that you can either use against him or he may have more information about. Um, well, you know, like maybe the size of the shipments isn't the issue. You seem awfully interested in this, this monolith, and I don't remember seeing anything sent ahead to the company regarding it. Well, I wanted to make sure that the thing actually works before I make any promises, you understand. And you haven't quite cracked it? I've 
I've been having some trouble, yes, but I have a very fine team working on it, pirates though they may be. Uh, well, why don't you uh, show me what you've tried so far? Show me your progress. Show me your work. Very well. Show your homework. Show me your moves. Show me and your moves. And he leads you over to this table where a pirate with a handsaw is trying to cut something. It's a, uh, a one foot by one foot black cube that seems like it would fit perfectly in the slot in the monolith, except that uh, it seems to be infused with growths of coral that are kind of disrupting its exterior shape. And he says, if I can get an electric current running through this thing, it seems to activate. But the problem is, you might be able to guess, uh, looks like it's a key for whatever that monolith is. Unfortunately, uh, this coral seems to be being an impediment. Anytime we try to cut it away, it just grows back. Oh, that's interesting. You know what? Why don't? Because, you know, my, my friend here, he's a local to the area. He might be a little bit more familiar with the, this sort of coral. And I do have a computer specialist on my team. Why don't you give us 10 minutes? We'll take a look at it and see if there's anything that we can glean to uh, help you and your crew. I can wait. I, I'm, I'll count Lena and just like, you know, they are, uh, they're a little shy, a little difficult for them to work under pressure. Uh, if you really, really want this. Then this isn't this... the right industry for them, is it? You know, sometimes um, for your crew, you can have people who are uh, big and strong pirates, or you can actually have people who are good at the jobs that they're assigned to do, and I have elected for the prior. Um, so if you would like us to give you a hand with this, and we can, you can give us 10 minutes. Look, if you don't think that I would have preferred a more sophisticated group of ruffians to help me out on this, uh, you know, I didn't choose these particular pirates because they were intelligent. I chose them because they were cheap. Now, if you and the bean counters have a problem with that, then you can give me a bigger budget. But until that comes, I have to hold everybody's hands on every step of this operation, including this one. Okay, this might be a bit of a bad plan. Because what I'm thinking here is, like, I don't want us to actually do anything with this monolith until these pirates are cleared out. But, like, I'm not sure. How many pirates does it actually look like are in here? Uh couple dozen couple dozen because i can maybe like lure this guy away to talk if he's like feeling frustrated and i'm a person from the company it's like well if you want to talk increase your budget let's go talk and then you guys can maybe have some time to figure out like how to wipe out these pirates or get them out but i would be separated eh? 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 okay well i'm gonna do this and <laughs> so you guys will just you know i'll, I'll try at least just like you know, I feel like you should have, you should really should have gotten more of a budget if you're having to comp. You shouldn't be compromising on the people. You know what? Look, my, my people, they got to work. Why don't we go to your office? We can kind of talk budget because that doesn't sound, doesn't sound appropriate that, uh, you know, you got cheaped out like that. Right? So this will be a charm. What is that for charm? Uh, well, that will be against his cool, which we know is three red. Fuck. Um, I'll take some strain so I can use my cunning. And what do we have for destiny? Uh, you have five. Can I flip one to downgrade one of those reds? Yeah. Here's hoping. Ooh, ooh, okay. This is a problem. Okay. I got a failure, one advantage, and two despair. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is a problem. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. So anyways, we started up. blasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I hope that one advantage is going to be pulling its weight. And he says, look, you seem to be a little bit more 
skilled than uh, most of the other individuals that I have to deal with on a daily basis. But anybody from the company would know that budgets are assigned on a quarterly basis and that discussions about said budgets only happen with the Thules themselves. Now, either the Thules are no longer from Alderaan or you're not from the company and the pirates start circling in, pointing their guns at you. And he says, and don't think I didn't notice that Aqualish mincing around saying R, R under his breath, like he's trying to fit in. You son of a bitch! <laughs> what, he wasn't? You, you're not supposed to, like, you're only supposed to get the one despair, not the two. Never the two! I didn't mean to! I didn't mean to do it! I tried to downgrade them a bit to save me, and it just didn't work. So please do explain yourself. You said it's a couple dozen pirates in here? Yeah. Couple dozen? What does couple dozen mean? Like 34? Means 24. 34, 25. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll put my hands up. Okay, look. Here's the truth. I... So stupid. <laughs> Do it! Do it! <laughs> Look, these, uh, these technicians, um, I killed their leader and took their place. You know, they've been- I was holding them hostage, it was just me! Eh? <laughs> they have nothing to do with this. Look, you can report me, you can do what you need, uh, you can take me into custody. I'm not resisting. Uh, they don't appear to be under duress, so that's gonna add a black to your deception roll. Damn it, guys! Look scared. You're gonna use a uh, destiny point to uh, to upgrade that as well to a red and a purple. Woohoo! I'm I'm too I'm too stupid to uh, uh, look scared. Oh, I mean maybe. Lie like an eagle. (laughs) I do not have it. Uh, One failure, two advantage. Not as bad as it could be. And he says, "All right, well." I guess it doesn't really matter who you are or why, you, why you're here, but if your technicians are as skilled as you claim, let's see if they can fix my box. And if they can, we can discuss letting you out of here alive. That usually means we're not getting out of here alive. Okay. Um, oh. Okay, guys, uh, why don't you see if you can um, make this thing really uh, let loose? I'm hoping that maybe they can, like, rig up an explosive or something so we can at least get the jump on them. God, I should have bought some illegal explosives. And then I wouldn't have been stealthy enough to set them, and then I'd be murdered instantly. Oh, fuck, right, you didn't take the grenades. Am I going with them, by the way, or am I still blending yeah, in? Yeah, you, you've been outed. I've been outed, but do I know that I've been outed? Yeah. Okay, fine. Arr. 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 <laughs> you can keep doing it if you want. Thank you. Makes me feel better. <laughs> I'm no technician, so this is all up to you guys. I'll fix it. Fix it real good. And uh, Dirk, since uh, Zam, you apparently named him as somebody who could help as well. He's kind of pushed to the to the bench and he says, all right, so um, I'm not super uh, handy with this kind of stuff. Um, I don't really know what that is. The coral, though, uh, I've never seen coral do that. Uh, it doesn't usually grow that fast. Is it? Is it magical? Well, like the force? I don't know. Can, am I able oh. to sense something? Um, why don't you roll me a uh, three purple perception, Ant? 
can add your force dice on there. Two success, two threat, and a dark side, which I will use to at least take away a threat. Okay. Uh, so, Artie, you can you can feel there is some kind of life-sucking essence in this coral. It, it seems that there's, like, you get the sense that the box is almost dying or it's feeding the coral somehow. Uh, the threat is that even... You, you can see this, and you can see that, like, cutting off the coral from the center of the box might might be able to separate it or finding some way to prevent the coral from feeding on the box might do it. But uh, the threat is that you can't actually communicate this to anybody because you're quite far away and you have a lot of guns pointed at you, so any sudden movements or sudden exclamations might get you shot. Okay, um... Is there anybody right beside me? Uh, yeah, Sug is right beside you. Okay. Uh, I go to Sug and I say, or like, I, I kind of whisper in his ear, that thing doesn't make me feel good. I got a bad feeling about this. There's not a whole lot that I can do. I'm separated from you guys and I am at gunpoint. I feel like if I open my dumb fucking mouth one more time, I will be, uh... Wait, so down. is it just Coral? Or is there any mechanical stuff here? Yeah, it's like this black shiny box that the coral is kind of intertwined in and out of disrupting its form um when the guy was uh cutting trying to cut the coral off the coral seemed to grow back instantly can i try and interface with the box despite the coral to try uh, and yeah that would be activate uh, it? Me- mechanics uh Tuchus did say that running a current through the thing seems to have some kind of effect, so it seems to respond to electricity in some way. I'll do that. Okay, so that'll be uh, three purple mechanics, since this is a uh, a weird object that'll add a black. Uh, 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 I just remembered it's a... Sorry, go ahead. Oh god, what is it? Uh, Two success, one triumph, and two threats. Sorry, I just remembered that this is a uh, a life-sucking thing, but Uh... I can't quite, like yell it out to you because one false move and we're dead kind of thing. So you can you can plug this thing, hook hook it up to a device that uh, it seemed to have been hooked up previously and you can run a current through it and the the box starts like vibrating and separating into these little smaller squares that separate into these little small triangles and you can see that there is some kind of energy core at the center of it and that as you run current through it, the coral seems to grow even larger and even further. Because you got that triumph, uh, you can see that perhaps pumping more energy into this thing allows the little individual pieces of the box to separate further, potentially allowing you to just pull the coral right out. But because you got those two threats, uh, it's going to take some effort to do. I will take the effort to do it. Do you need uh, do you need help in any way? Uh, can we help? Can we help you? Are we allowed to help her? Uh, it'll be an athletics roll to yank it out. Mm, I, I upgraded my athletics. I have one yellow. Okay, single and yellow. <laughs> yeah. Because because Dirk is so muscular, uh, he's gonna add two blues of unskilled assistance to help you. God, he's so big. Uh, big so big, boy. so strong. Big. So this will be a. Uh, Three purple athletics. Hmm. Okay. Two success, two threat. Hey! I'm so strong! Yeah, you and Dirk can pull the coral out of this pulsating box, but uh, he loses his balance and you tumble over onto the floor. Oh, I'm so sorry that I fell on your muscular chest. (laughs) Oh, dear. Don't worry about it. Uh, Just a little awkward is all. 
Does Gadget have a crush on this muscular gun- Gungan? I mean, who wouldn't? No, I was just apologizing. Why would you say that? And Tuchis rushes over and he turns off uh, the current generator and the box goes inert. But he And he picks it up with his bare hands and he kind of drops it because it's hot. And he fucking puts on some mitts and picks it up again. <laughs> and he says, well, looks like you've done it. So thank you. Um, are there any of these pirates that are kind of standing like very close to me? Yeah. When when Tuchus runs over, can I kind of like lean to one of them and be like, so uh, how much he's paying you? Uh, well, we get paid 50 credits an hour plus hazard pay since we're underwater. So evens out to 150. Uh, fuck math. Hang on. An hour? 50 credits an hour? Damn. Really can't afford to pay these guys off. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna join them. Benefits uh, are pretty good, too. Got Daniel. Y'all hire it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't say that. I could go for 40 credits an hour. He's not your boss, though, right? Like, he said he uh, hired you guys. Well, he he's the, uh captain of the i mean he calls himself the captain of the submersible all he does is uh kind of bark orders at us we have a submersible captain we were a uh well we were a crew before he uh brought us on board whatever you know this whole egg stealing thing i mean it kind of you know yeah you know that's decent pay it kind of looks like he he might be taking a little bit more for himself though yeah you know he's dressed you know like someone who's hoarding a little bit more than his share Ah, uh, you know, these corporate sector types, they all dress like that. Uh, they're just, like, kind of rubbing into the face of us little guys, huh? Yeah, but, you know, job's a job. I mean, job's a job, but I, you gotta have your dignity, don't you? Look, lady, I'm a poacher. I don't got no dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, man, I, I know how it is. I, I worked with the huts, right? But, you know, if if you don't have your dignity, if you don't have a, you know, a little bit, a little bit of refinement about who you work with, then what are you at the end of the day? Trying to get me to mutiny? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, however much you're getting paid, whatever this guy's hoarding and whatever safe he's got back there, it's got to be more than enough. Then you guys can take the rest of these profits for yourself. So that'll be a charm or a leadership. Let's try charm. What am I at for strain? Uh, you've taken five. Five? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'll take two more to uh use my cunning. What is that for charm? So that is going to be against, I'm going to use a destiny point, a red and a purple. Red and a purple. Okay. Whew. Three success, one threat. And he says, uh, you know, a mutiny does sound pretty good, but uh, every uh, every mutiny does need a patsy. Hey, boss, this uh, chick's trying to get us to rile up, saying that we should uh, kill you and take all your money wherever you're hiding it in the safe. What? I, I, no, I would never say such a thing about you, Captain. Captain, who is clearly the boss here. Look how well-dressed you are. You can tell you are, I mean, I would never suggest that these fine gentlemen rise up against someone as, uh, well-put-together as yourself. You have real John Mulaney energy going right there. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, she's, she's saying that you've got some kind of hidden treasure somewhere that you're keeping from all of us, and that, uh, disgruntled lowlifes like us uh, might be able to make more than we're getting here by killing you and taking all your money. And he starts looking around at the other guys uh, at, to like, you know, you know, like he's clearly starting to trying to start a mutiny, but yeah. pin it on you. I I mean, look, sir, I would not want to uh, anger the corporate sector. I mean, goodness, like, little, little people like me, I can't afford to be at the mercy 
of uh, people like you. I have certainly been stomped on enough to have learned my lesson. And he starts like looking around nervously. He's clutching this box under his arm and he says, you know, I understand that uh, I may look like I'm wealthy, but I'm just I'm just middle management. I'm not actually I'm not a fool. I don't have all the money. I uh, and he starts making a break for the entrance of the pyramid. And ah, everybody after him. They, they do start going after him. Uh, rather than go to the entrance, though, he stopped at the monolith and shoves this black box into the little square hole. Can any of our fast, strong people grab him? I'm fast and strong. All right, Ant, give me a three purple athletics. Three success, one threat, one light side, which I will use to take away that threat. Yeah, so you can you can tackle him. Uh, he still manages to get the uh, the thing in the the cube in the hole, but he he gets taken down. And there's this pulse of energy from the monolith that shatters the coral around it, and the monolith begins to glow and heat up, and these cracks start to form. And this like liquid metal shape almost presses out of the form, almost like hand and carbonite, and it says, "I am Quasad." Tell me of your destination. And the pad in the center of the pyramid begins to glow, and this shaft of light shoots down from the ceiling towards the pad. And unless you try to cover his mouth, uh, Captain Tucci says, I don't care, just anywhere. And he starts trying to scramble out of your grip, Ant. Um, I hold him even tighter. All right, so this is going to be his athletics versus your athletics. Uh, so why don't you give me an athletics against two purple? Uh, two success, two threat, a triumph, and two dark side, which I'll use to take away that threat. Yeah, and you're you're getting real angried up in the blood at this moment here. Uh, so you can keep a firm grip on this corporate twerp, this stooge. His ripe jelly bean head seems like it would make a very cool thing when you squish it. <laughs> but either way, you can you can hold him as the uh, the other pirates come over and he starts he starts begging for his life. Please Please don't kill me. I just, I just, I just found this thing and I wanted to just don't kill me over it. I'll, 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 I'll share the profits with you. This thing, this is going to revolutionize the galaxy. This is, do you, do you even know what this is? This is going to change everything. And, I, and and you guys could all get in on it from the ground floor. What is this thing? It's a, uh, it's an infinity gate. It could transport you across the galaxy in the blink of an eye. Do you know what this could, this could do for shipping? Uh, take away jobs? No, not take, well, yes, they won't need jobs because you won't need hyperlanes. You won't need starships. You won't need anything. Uh, uh, you know what? What you do is kind of sort of none of my business. Uh, hey, pirate. Hey, other pirates. I leave them to you to do what you will. So you can throw them to the pirates and, uh, they swarm him and take him out of the pyramid. Oh, dear. Uh, Can I? What Can I uh, kind of jog mean? over to the group? Because uh, I, I know that uh, Heath, he was the one who wanted to be here for this thing. And uh, yeah. Heath, uh, okay, so we got a pretty limited amount of time. Have you decided what you want to do with this thing yet? I know Jory said to destroy this thing, but like what he was saying is kind of true. Like if she, she said there's a bunch of these, if we can get them all turned on and we can control like an instant transportation network across the galaxy. I, 
Heath, buddy, we are we're we're here on your commission. If that's what you want to do, then honey, we're gonna help you do it. But we just gotta know right now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, jeez, I don't want to let her down. And I and Dirk, he comes over and he said, uh, I can uh make a suggestion. The way this coral is uh, linked into this pyramid, if you do blow this place up, uh, you're probably gonna sink Spinnaker. Ooh, yeah. No, we um. I speak, but as a uh, humble commissioned mercenary, we probably shouldn't sink a uh, civilian town. What we can maybe do, um, maybe see if we can seal off the entrance and come back for it later. We got to figure out something to do with these pirates, though, because they need to be dead. They can't know about this. There can't be anyone alive here who knows about this. Uh, excluding That's a you, lot Dirk, of murder. I got a new gun. You- <laughs> Oh wait, was that a was that a that's a lot of murder of excitement? It was just Are a you statement. Like your- it was a statement. Okay. At, fir- at first, I thought you were protesting, and then you're like, "I got a new gun," and I'm like, that's "Does my baby murder. crave violence?" I'm prepared for some murder. I'm just prepared to protect myself. Should it come to that, <gasps> is dark. We we have they have all these clawfish eggs here. Is there a way? that we could lure that clawfish here and just, like, let it do its thing. I mean, if we could dump this stuff back in the water, it's going to catch the scent pretty quickly. <gasps> yeah, because if we dump the eggs and we just, like, hide in the pyramid and then that thing comes and, like, rips up all these pirates, baby, you we'll got a stew, stew going. going. We'll have a stew <laughs> going. <laughs> what do you guys think? My fast and strong boys, can you, like, run out and shove those eggs and then, like, book it back? Let's shove them. Yes, I can. I said fast and strong. (laughs) Hey, I have one yellow. (laughs) One yellow, I'm muscles. And Dirk says, yeah, I can help throw some of these things out, but uh, if any of those pirates, whatever they're doing to that guy out there, if they catch wind of us dumping their cargo, uh, well, a couple of them might start coming after us. Any of you any good with a blaster? I mean, we got them. We got blasters. We have them. Yeah. We have them. Well, I guess there's no better time to practice. Yeah, can we just try to, like, uh, maybe hold off on blasting until we know that the pirates are actually noticing us? Because they might be pretty occupied ripping this middle manager limb from limb. Yeah. So uh, the crates of colo clawfish eggs are in these uh, cryostable canisters that are on hover skiffs. So you can start uh, pushing them out. But as you get out there, you do see that they're not ripping him limb from limb. They are, uh, well, he doesn't have any hair, but they seem to be giving him a swirly. (laughs) Dunking him in the water to try and get whatever command codes or secret treasure vaults or anything that he has from him. And a couple of them do notice and they say, hey, where are you going with our eggs? Uh, Loading uh, them onto the ship. uh, Looks like you're going towards the water. Wait, Genji, you ran out there too. I was just going to wait in the pyramid (laughs) or wait by the door. Well, I'm waiting by the door. I'm not strong or fast. I can shoot from here. I'm yelling from the doorway. <laughs> okay, good. It's creative distraction. Uh, hey, 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 your man, that, uh, Tujas, he looks like he's struggling. You should really, uh, make sure he doesn't give you any more sass, yeah? No, no, yeah? no, 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 Yeah, yeah, what are you doing with our eggs? What are we doing with the eggs? Man, we told you we were from the company. We still want to give you some money for this. You know, we just get him out of the way for you. Oh, you're from the company and you control the money? No. I mean... Look, I'm a mercenary for the company. Contracted, I have some friends there, but I don't actually control his money. He is going to have to give you the codes for that. Okay, so what are you doing with the eggs? Just drop them in the water and let's fuck them up. These ones, uh, they're rotten. They gone bad. (laughs) (laughs) They gone bad. (laughs) They gone bad. 
I can see the green light on the cryo canister. They're stable. That's what the green light means. It means good. I may be illiterate, but I know what that means. God damn it. <laughs> no green. It's uh, green for gross. Green for stinky eggs. No. You know how mold is always green? It's green for rotten. I don't know about this. All right, boys, get him! <laughs> so anyways, I start blasting. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, a be to blast these boys. Uh, they are at short range. They're they're running towards the uh, the cryo canisters, but if you start shooting, they might start coming towards you as well. Uh, Ant and Dirk's going to be throwing these things into the water. Ant, are you going to help him, or are you going to fight off some of these dickheads? Um, I'm going to help him. I will fight. Okay. So to determine how long it takes to throw all of these cryo canisters into the water, uh, Ant, why don't you give me a three purple athletics? Three purple athletic. Three advantages and a light side, which I will turn into a success. Okay, so that's only one success. Uh, with those advantages, you're able to throw like a couple of them in there at a time, but it's still going to take you a little bit. So it's not its not like you can just kick them over and run away. You guys are going to have to shoot these assholes. Uh, and they start running towards you. Anybody who wants to uh, try and take some of them out before they get to Ant, you, you can uh, you can either run towards them with melee for a two purple or shoot them for one. Three success, one advantage. Can my advantage be that they uh, don't really tell where the blasts are coming from so they don't run towards me? Two success, four advantage with my new gun. That's a critical. I love the black market! <laughs> <laughs> you yell that while you're shooting? Yeah. I love being a criminal! <laughs> So you can start blasting these guys. You can uh, pop some of these uh, pirates' heads open unless you want to. Uh, crit, crits can just kill minions unless you want to actually roll a specific crit against them. Yeah, we want to kill these people or? I mean, we're luring the clawfish here to rip them to pieces anyways. Okay, die, die, die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Gajit's war cries. Uh, <laughs> Zam, you can you can hit a couple as well as they run towards. They don't notice. There's a lot of blaster fire that's popping up now, so they don't necessarily see where it's coming from. Sug? Uh, yeah, I, I fired. I got three success and one advantage. Yeah, you can take down a couple of these guys rushing towards you as well. Uh, you guys got advantages, so not many of them make it through, but one of them uh, does try to tackle you, Sug, since are you closer to the actual uh, skiff? Yes. Yeah, so since you're close to the skiff, they're going to try and take you down. You don't have any uh, particular defense or anything? No. We'll get some armor next time I'm down. So he's just going to do like a running a running tackle at you to try and knock you down. Two success and a threat. So he does manage to tackle you, uh, but he doesn't manage to knock you down. In fact, he gets thrown into the water himself. <laughs> and why don't you give me a, uh, another... Give me a two purple athletics to, to try and throw some more of these into the water. Two success... Uh, one advantage, two light side, which I'll turn into... It's better to have more success? Uh, more success is faster. Um, let's go more success. Okay, yeah, you can you can polish off the rest of these boxes with those four success then. And they start, the eggs start bubbling into the surface, into the water. And not long after, uh, as you guys are blasting these uh, various pirates, that the ones that aren't uh, still trying to dunk Tucci... There are ripples on the surface, and this giant uh, clawed eel breaks through, uh, smashing up, unfortunately, smashing up Dirk's bongo. Yeah, goddammit. And it flops onto the coast and starts, like, ripping through these pirates. 
You guys, if you want to avoid being uh, eaten as well, you'll have to outrun this thing. Ah! Let, us, let me know. It's okay, Gadget and I, we're still back at the pyramid. <laughs> yeah, those ah! of you that stayed in the pyramid uh, don't have to run. What's the roll? So uh, this will be against its athletics since you guys are right up on the coast. So that will be against three reds. Jesus oh, Christ. No. How many destiny points do we got? Three. You want one? Yes, please. I want one too. Is anybody else here with us? Uh, Dirk is there. Okay. One success, two threats. Uh, two success, one advantage, one dark side. Shall I use to make another advantage? And you're really feeling the bloodlust today. Uh, and you can, Sug almost makes it and he trips, but you can help him uh, pick him up and just kind of drag him back into the pyramid before this colo clawfish slams against the entrance, collapsing the entrance to it, uh, which is good because it kind of prevents people from getting in, but also you may have to clear those rocks away if you want to you leave. Well, let's clear those rocks away. I mean, it's currently devouring pirates. You may want to wait till it goes. Okay, well, uh, yeah. Just just come hide with us until it's done. So this is um, a lot of murder that we've had to do. That's okay. It's not as much murder as misdirection. I mean, is it so much murder as letting nature take its course? They stole its eggs, and now they are uh, stealing their it's it's stealing their heads. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It made me feel better about murder. We didn't murder. We haven't done anything. And I mean, really, if they had any issue with being devoured by this big old clawfish, maybe they shouldn't have been stealing its babies in the first place. I don't know. Maybe none of us true. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're saying this to each other while there's dying, screaming pirates right outside. Yeah, Dirk says, well, that's just nature. That's just nature. That's just nature, baby. Oh. It, it, it almost feels inappropriate to have a conversation while these pirates are still dying and screaming. Give them a chance. Yeah. I'll give them a minute. So, uh, how are you guys feeling? Oh, you know, I'm a little tuckered out. Yeah, and I could go for lunch right now. I'm so sorry. I'm just imagining screaming voices in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm hungry. (laughs) Let's go for burritos. (laughs) (laughs) Man, no, no. Oh, God, they're eating me. They're eating me. You guys see that new Stargoyles last night? (laughs) Start with the Stargoyles. Do they have shawarma on this planet, Dark? Uh, they do, but it's not that good. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a nice brunch place in the area. I've never had brunch on Naboo. <laughs> yeah, Naboo is definitely a brunch planet. Oh, definitely a brunch place. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so anyways, Heath, while we're waiting. So, um, Heath, you, you see that Heath is not at the entrance with you. He is, like, back in the t- temple chamber, like, talking to the molten metal guy that came out of the slab. Can I go, uh... Check in on Heath, see what they're talking about. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey. This so, is uh, uh, Quasad. He's a guardian of the Infinity Gate. Oh, uh, good to meet you, Quasad. I am Quasad. It's good to meet you, Quasad. State your destination. Uh, does he say anything else, or is he uh, just automated? He's an AI. Uh, apparently, you know, there's not too many of these things left up, but what Jory said was right, that these things are scattered all over the galaxy. Oh. Can it can it list the available destinations? Yeah, he says that uh, the ones that he's hooked up to. I mean, if we are able to hook up more of these things, then we can, you know, get more destinations, create bigger network. If that is what we want to do, well, it's really about what you want to do here, Heath. Again, these are your birthright. I mean, getting Jory's data is the only way I can actually take that money from those corporate sector fucks. But I mean, maybe we can start our own business. 
You want us in on it? I mean, you helped me get here, and if we got the only teleportation game in town... Oh my god, we could have so many portions. <laughs> portions of what? Right. No, nothing. Um, So many, um, you know, she's uh, just excited to be one piece of such an operation. One portion, if you will. Um, But are you, uh... Are you sure about this? I know that your uh, whole family name was uh, an important thing to you, you know, at least when we started this. Maybe I can make my own name. Get build you up to be a giant. You can, you know, maybe buy your family out of their indentured servitude. And uh, yeah, man. But uh, so what uh, destinations does it? So it did give you the list of places that are available to be fixed up, though. Yeah, it looks like uh, this one is connected to a couple of gates that, uh, one's on Malastare, one's on Vergesso. Uh, would we, would we know anything about either of those planets? Uh, Knowledge Outer Rim, probably. Okay. Three purple. Uh, three success, two threat. Three failures. And two success, two threat. A failure. Oh, <laughs> you said it in the saddest way. It's okay, you're a small town girl. Yeah, Anton Gajit, uh, you have... You don't really know anything about uh, Vergesso or Malastare. Uh, Sug and Zam, uh, because you got those threat, you don't know anything about Malastare, uh, but you do know, uh, thanks to your criminal uh, histories, that Vergesso is home to a uh, notorious shadow port. Ooh. Shadow port. So is that just like a uh, kind of a secret criminal port? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about Malastare, but uh, Vergesso, that's got a, you know, there's already a lot of uh, trade going in and out of there to begin with. If you wanted to set up a port or a uh, somewhere to do some shipping out of, you could choose a worse planet to start with. And Dirk says, hey, wait, 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 wait. If you're teleporting criminals into this cave, that's just going to bring more poachers. Well, not criminals, but they're goods, just their goods. And I mean, look, we if we're bringing goods into Naboo, like, look, we have an understanding here, and I'm getting the feeling like your people are not really given a fair shake by those goddamn humans up top. We could set up a nice trade deal where you're actually getting the shit that you need, and we can use this to bring, you know, much-needed goods to the planet. Well, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't done my fair share of smuggling in the past. Come on, Dirk, what do you say? You can promise me none of those poachers will uh, find their way to this thing. I mean, look, we I can promise that we will do everything in our power to prevent poachers from using this and threatening the local wildlife. We don't want that either. I'm not going to tell you 100% that it could never happen because I'm not going to lie to you. This is a calculated risk, but I promise you we'll do whatever we can to prevent it. Well, all right. I'll shake on it. He, uh, he shakes your hand. Sick. Hope I can trust you guys, seeing what you do to your enemies. I mean, they're fucking poachers. Yeah, I know. So you've seen what we do to poachers. Eh? We don't well, want to Well, that was here. more of a uh, situation of convenience. You guys uh, still need to get out of this cave unless you're planning on using that gate to hop, skip on straight over to Vergesso. And we did come here on our ship. We do need our ship. I mean, I don't suppose like uh, you and um, Ant could maybe just swim to the surface and bring a bongo back down to pick us up? Probably could. I'm guessing that the uh, Colo didn't uh, really do much to keep that other pirate ship intact. Yeah, I can't can't imagine. Has it tuckered itself out yet? I take a peek. I mean, the entrance to the cave has collapsed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, if you guys can, uh, you know, go retrieve a bongo, then me and Heath here, we can start talking business. Since, you know, I know I've been saying that uh, you're paying me, Heath, but it sounds like we're going to be going into this more as equal partners. 
Well, yeah, it sounds uh, like we have quite the uh, the journey ahead of us. I'm so excited to become a legitimate business person. Thrilling podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get hey ready guys, to you punch wanna hear them us numbers. Drop our employment contracts. <laughs> this week, the gang establishes an HR department. <laughs> Next week, we'll fill out forms, but the wrong ones. Uh-oh, oh, sitcom, no. sitcom gold. Uh, to spare the gory details of uh, delicate uh, financial planning and contracts, uh, Ant and Dirk can clear away the debris after they stop hearing death screams and see the bloody remains of uh, all of the pirates and the perfectly preserved shiny jelly bean head of Stan Lartuchus. No. And as they swim back to the surface, Zam and Heath can discuss business plans, and hopefully you can all be on your way to Vergesso next time on Star Wars Empire Wreckers. This week's episode is brought to you by our top patrons, Jeffrey Zamudo, Joshua Winter, Suki Nintendo, and Vaginator. <laughs>